What's happening, y'all? And welcome. This is episode 117. Yeah. 117, the super flashy era of tomorrow. I am your host, Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer, aka the Dragon King, aka Big T, aka T Money, aka Sweet T, aka Black Merlin, aka BHNIC. And I'm joined as always by my co-host, Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello, Sir Travis. And everyone. It's all right. It is what day is. What day is today? It's day 73. Mm. Day 73. Okay. And it's also, I'm also 28 and four months today. 28 and four months. <laughs> yeah. I just also, I just happen to know it's today the 27th. That's why. <laughs> I see. I see. Random fact I heard they're actually like officially reopening Disney World in July. So, you know. Yeah. With a uh, face mask and yeah, temperature yeah. checks, and they're replacing the meet and greets and the fireworks. I think the parade. And I'm just like, so oh wow! That's why I say so. I'll see you next year. <laughs> it's just right. like, like I'm not going in there for that bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about Disney World and their whatever the fuck they're doing right now. Because I mean, if we were a Marvel show, if we were talking about Marvel stuff, this kind of would have been relevant, but not really. Since wouldn't have mattered anyway because they don't have anything Marvel in Disney World. They oh, can't. No, I'm just saying. Because they can't, because they sold all those rights to Universal. So all the theme park shit is in Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. <laughs> they can't have any other Marvel park or anything on this side of the Mississippi River. You're right. It's awful. Sucks for you, because they can do it at Disneyland. That's the one thing Disneyland has the world doesn't. Anyway. That's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about the Arrowverse on the CW. That you know that be Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, formerly Arrow, Batwoman, Black Lightning, and now Stargirl. Possibly Swamp Thing in the future. Who knows? You right over there? Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. It's I was just, like. It's just so much. And I was, you know, before That's they had thing, said though. Swamp Thing was coming, I was like, I was like, you know, coming to terms with, I was like, okay, maybe I just won't watch Swamp Thing since it only got one season, or I'll just get to it when I get to it. Now, if they add it in, it's kind of like, damn, now I need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, well, it's kind of weird having them do that on a show that, like, you know, if you subscribe to DC Universe, you've seen it all already, you know? Or if you watched it, because, you know, both of us subscribe to DC Universe, but we haven't seen it because just neither one of us had any desire to watch Swamp Thing yet. But it's also like, you know, you say it so much, but honestly, in the fall, that'll be the only show. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, they'll be overwhelming us at the time now in January when everything comes back <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset because I'm gonna be trying to plan my birthday and then also yeah 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 trying to figure that stuff out. Yeah, we're just gonna be mad every week. <laughs> we gonna start 2021 mad? I don't want to start 2021 mad. Yeah, yeah. 
<sighs> Agents of Shield comes back tonight, though. Final season. I'm gonna say that's not done. I thought that show finished. This is the final season. So yeah, that'll be it. That's the thing. Agents of Shield found their groove. It was pretty good. First season was, you know, eh, but I'm still in the second season. Once, you know, when a soldier happened and Shield got flipped on his head, like, oh, this is interesting now. But anyway, once again, not what we're talking about. Let's get back to the Arrowverse. So we got Stargirl and Legends this week, and that's it. So we got the penultimate episode of this season for Legends of Tomorrow, and then the second episode of Stargirl. So it's like the exact opposites. Well, it means we're getting closer to only covering one show. Mm-hmm. So where would you like to start? Let's just go in order. Let's just start with Stargirl. I about to say what's order, because I definitely watched it on DC Universe. So I don't know what time they came on. Gotcha. Well, Stargirl is on um, Mondays. Is it? Yeah, it came on Monday. I know it came on DC Universe on Monday, but I thought it came on TV on Tuesday. I mean, that wouldn't make sense, because it would just take away from their views on television. Now I got to look. Hold on. I'm, I'm pretty on, sure. Because I'm almost positive have, last week when I watched it. They no, came off last, no, last week it came out on Tuesday. It replaced Flash. Mm-hmm. But this week it came out, Mon- it aired Monday. Hmm. Interesting. Hold on. Let me look for next Which week. makes sense because she's dressed up and it was Memorial Day. Mm. Yeah, I can give you that. Let's see. But then again, it also makes logic that they wouldn't come on Monday because it's Memorial Day. But it did air on the 25th. Okay, yeah. Next week is airing on Tuesday. I guess it was just special this week. I'm telling you, it was because of Memorial Day. I'm yeah. guaranteeing it. I mean, I believe you. I was just, you know, I just had to look. Just curious. So, this episode of Stargirl was called what? S-T-R-I-P-E, Stripe. Yes, and that would be the... um, Pat's pet name? name. Yeah, the name that she gave Pat. Because Stripey just, you know, that was lame. She's like, we're going to do something else about that. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll call you Stripes. Yeah. Well, just Stripe, I think. It wasn't Stripes. Uh, I feel like Stripe is weird. I've never... Hey, get me that one stripe. Yeah, it could be, because, you know, a car could have a racing stripe on it, you know. So single stripes are a thing. It's just not as common. Just, yeah, it's just weird to hear. It's like kind of like, um, what, is the, uh, what is the word that everyone gets so confused where it's like, if it's plural, ostrich. Like when people get confused about how you pluralize ostrich, like is it pluralized with ES or is it just ostrich? And I was like, I'm pretty sure there was an ES at the end. Yes, ostriches. Yeah. What do you mean? No, like there, well, maybe it's not ostrich. There's like there's like an animal that people have a hard time for some reason pluralizing. Cause I've seen it come up several times. Yeah. Where it's like I that, know. I can't think of which one it is though. I'll figure it out eventually. Hmm. Maybe it's not an animal. It's the name of something that just has a hard time being pluralized. I just got to figure out what it is. 
Okay. But anyway, I will see how it'd be a problem here though, because it would make sense for her because she's star girl, so you want stars and stripes, but he's just stripe. So it's just like that's weird. But anyway. Star girl and stripe. Anyway, back to this shit. So this episode kicks off with uh, you know, right after like, you know, last week's episode ended with her face to face with Pat and his robot, and she is just not okay with this. She's like, what the fuck is this? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> she had no issue with a glowing stick that flies, but all of a sudden, I mean, that freaked out at first too. But then all of a sudden, this giant robot shows up, and you know, it's just you know, she she, she ain't no. She just got attacked by some dude who was throwing tires at her with his mind. So my thing is, once you've just got attacked, I get it. But you know, she was not having it, <laughs> and. He had to convince her, like, yo, I'm here to help you. We cool. He's like, all right, climb up on my back, and we're going to take off, and they take off. Now, it's interesting to me how he was able to do all that. Anyway, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. But anyway, um, <laughs> there's a lot with this particular episode that I have questions about, you know, continuity-wise. But, you know. Um, but as they get away, we see that this particular villain, whose name you find out later is Brainwave, has her school ID. It's all burnt up and shit, so, she can't, so he can't see it clearly. Can't really tell exactly who she is, but he has the ID. He just knows blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Some blonde-haired white girl is, you know, walking around with Starman staff. So they go to this, you know, to his garage, I guess it is, and... She's still talking to the staff, you know, they're trying to come to terms with some shit and she just got to tell the staff to chill for a minute so she can get her shit together. Uh, we find out Pat built this robot himself out of spare car parts after Starman died, just in case, you know, the world needed him, I guess. Um, this is when we find out that this villain's name is Brainwave. We see... Uh, they're still arguing about whether or not Starman is her father, because Pat just still ain't can't understand the fact that maybe he used a fake name. He's <laughs> just. I was like, I feel like there's too many, there's too many points of evidence for, for Pat to really keep being like Starman's not your dad. Like, yeah, and it's just like, has he not actually looked at the locket yet? Like, it's just right. I was like, we're just not gonna, we're not gonna share that piece of evidence. Cause it's pretty. Cause she, yeah, she tried to show it to him before, and he just didn't look. So it's just like, has he still just not looked at it? Is she still just, you know, did she just give up? Like, fuck it. And my thing, and my thing is, is like, does he really not believe that? Yeah, or is he just, yeah. or, or is he really just playing dumb this to try to protect her? Yeah, yeah. Because if it's the latter, in all honesty, uh, in all honesty, this shit's so fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, I'd rather him not, I'd rather him stop playing Joan. So then they're like, um, she's asking questions. She's like, yo, why is this dude here? Is this, there's no way this is a coincidence. And they don't have an answer. Like, yeah, we go find out why. Um, then we cut to this, you know, random family who we think is a random family at first. And they're like, yo, somebody's in the house. The son like went up in the parents, in the parents' bedroom to tell them. 
And I'm just like, dude, you didn't even knock. What if they was like, you know, what if you walked in and your mom was face down, ass up, and you just, you know, you saw something you wasn't ready for? You got to knock, man. Like, just courtesy. Tell me. Why would you ever though? Why would you ever though? Because you don't want to walk in and see something you don't want to see. Even if you are just going to open the door, still knock first. I guess. I mean, would you want to walk in and you see, you know, mama ass in there and your dad got his face like in there like this and shit, you know, just. Well, no, not my parents. Exactly. So he don't want to see his parents like that either. So he need to knock. Anyway. You know what's funny? I thought that was brainwave at first, and I was like, because I was like, it's another clean-cut white dude, and I was just like... All white people look alike. I get it. And then, like, so I started, like, writing down their names and stuff, and they started mentioning them, and I was like, oh, okay. And they all have, like, generic white names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, like, you didn't try at all here. But like, uh, William, Henry, Jordan, well, not maybe not Jordan, but, like, Jordan's William, a little, Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... The father goes down to check. We find out this dude is a senator. Did you get his name? What's his name? That is William. Yeah, William. I don't know his. I don't know his costume fake name. Yeah, I don't either. He's he's William the senator. So he's uh, he goes downstairs to check off some shit. But first, he stops and opens up this hidden safe, and he has some kind of magic wand yeah. and shit. Because I guess he dra- he graduated from Hogwarts, and he uh you know. That's the extent of the Harry Potter knowledge of Travis has. And he goes downstairs and Brainwave is down there waiting for him. So that's when we find out, I guess, this dude is another villain. And they mentioned that there's this thing they got going on they're working on called Project New America. And that, yeah, that doesn't sound very MAGA at all. And um, then we see... You know what would be really crazy? And I'm pretty sure it's not. You know what would be really crazy if like Berlanti deep down was a MAGA supporter? Because remember, like remember how I've been saying like the past couple of years, like ever since like election year, I've been saying so many like themes from like the political world <laughs> keep sneaking into these shows. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so it's like I'm just like, what if like deep down Berlanti's really just trying to show us what he really, how he really feels <laughs> about. <laughs> Well, the thing is, with a lot of that stuff, though, he clearly takes a side, and it's not on the MAGA side. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know. I'm being funny. I know. I, I hear you, like, though. That, I hear you. That would break my whole heart. I'd be like, bro. It may be just one big misdirection. It's like finding out, like, Stan Lee might have possibly called someone the N-word sometime in the past. <laughs> I refuse to even consider that ever happened. So, if I ever, even, if we, they can give me video evidence, I'm like, no, he didn't. <laughs> That's a lie. Made that what up. You, what you, I'd be like, what you're not showing me on the other side of the camera is someone holding a gun to his wife's head. Exactly. Exactly. So you ain't about to fool me today, Satan. <laughs> so then we cut back to to Pat and uh, Courtney talking, and we find out that basically what was happening: the only one that really survived besides himself was our man. After this, you know, Justice Society got like fucked up by the Injustice Society, and he was like following their trail for a while. Our man, that is, and 
Yeah, he ended up dying, though. It didn't work out for him. So, he did. Um, He's stupid dead. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, is, then... Is Hawk... Is, I forget. Hawkman's not in this one, right? Am I thinking of a different Justice I don't group? think so, but he might be. I haven't looked at that picture. I gotta look at that picture. Yeah, because, I'm only I'm only asking because like I because you know there's a flash in the in the Justice Society, so it's just you know Jay Garrett was in the Justice Society. If you look at right. that picture, he's in that picture. I saw him, but I didn't look for Hawkman. I don't know. Right, and the only reason I ask is because I mean only because I'm I get myself a little confused because I had recently started finishing season ten of Smallville, and like the end of season nine had touched on the. I think it was there. I think theirs is called JLA. That's the Justice League oh. of America. I think. Don't yeah, that's that's, that's different. That's that's. A different I know thing. they had. I know they had. I know it's a Justice something, but Hawkman was in it. Yeah, he was in the Justice, Justice League. League. He was in the Justice okay. League. Yeah. So maybe the Justice that's League and the Justice Society were two different things. You know, Justice League yeah. is the one where all the stars that we know. You know. But like, um, is the Justice Society the one that was part of Haywood's back? Yeah, yeah. In oh, Legends, okay. the one they went back and like damn near like killed them all on accident. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Because like I was no, trying to figure out, I was like, where does this tie in together? Because I know on some mm. level, it's gonna have to tie in. Yep, yep, so I was yep. trying to figure out for continuity yep. reasons. So when so when Courtney meets Nate one day because her father was you know in the Justice Society with Nate's father. Um. Yeah. They can have a little powwow about yeah, it. It will. It'll happen. Just wait on it. Um, so anyway, Courtney's comes to the decision like, yo, I do need a mask, you know, to protect, you know, my identity and the people I care about and all that shit, blah, blah. You know, typical superhero shit. They end up arguing about it for a while, but then she just leaves because fuck this, I ain't listening to you because, you know, I'm a dumbass teenager and I know everything. Um, let's see. We got Pat, he's looking through some old files, mostly stuff about brainwave. And he's just like, ah, well, we gotta do something. So next day he starts practicing and working with his robot. There's a whole lot of trial and error going on. You know, typical montage of fucking up, getting shit right kind of thing, you know. We saw this like 10 years ago on Iron Man, you know. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it's true. <laughs> they, they basically just did Iron Man again. Only the difference first one? was, yeah. Only difference was instead of like figuring out how to make himself fly with the with his hands, he was figuring out how to shoot oh. his fist. Like it was the same yeah. shit, same shit. Mm-hmm. Same. Just like a cute little montage of him just trying to figure shit out with, yeah. with yeah. the robot. I was just like, okay, Pat. Yeah. yeah. You could just go to the gym instead, but all right. Well, he eventually does. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, the next day, well, I don't know how long this montage goes across. I'm guessing it was over one day or two days or whatever. But they both show up at the, you know, at the breakfast table. They both got like scars and shit on their face. And they're like, what happened to you? And they both claim they fell down the basement stairs. And they're like, hey, in in their defense, because she was like, you both fell down the basement stairs? I was like, bitch, you've seen both of us go down these stairs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not inaccurate for us to go to the basement. And if clearly two of us have tripped, clearly the problem is the stairs. There's a problem with the stairs. And then, but then Pat says, I fixed it already. So it's just like, you killed that excuse already. Now, what if it happens again? What are you going to say now? Right. I was just like, all right, Pat, you, 
Pat's like that dude who tries to act like he's not a narc, but then accidentally does too much, which gives away that he's a narc. Yeah, narc's on himself. Cause... Yeah. It's not like I'm a police officer undercover looking for drugs at the school, you guys. <laughs> exactly. So Friends, compadres. After all that's over, Courtney ends up going down to the basement, and she's like, ah, let me look around here and find Starman's suit. And she decides, yo, we'll take this, and we'll see what she does with it later. She just she starts altering it, but we'll get to that. But and then we that's cut. also my thing. Why are you carrying the man's suit around? What you mean? Why is Pat carrying around his suit? Well, he's not carrying it. He just kept it. Like, he kept the staff. Well, I thought he was keeping the staff safe. I thought, like, I thought, like, that was really what his what he was doing. Well, yeah, that. but also, you know, Starman was, you know, that was his best friend, so he held on okay. to it, you know. So it was just like, this is like remembering my boy, you know. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm saying, thinking, like, why wouldn't you bury the man with his suit? Because you want to, you know, just have something to remember him by, you know. And the staff you saw was alive, so he could just leave one day. So it's just, you don't know. So anyway, the high school asshole is back. And do we have his name yet? Do you know? The kid? Yeah. No, this week he was Dickwad. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait, actually, I think his name is Henry. Oh, okay. I believe Brainwave's son is named after him. Because I I remember when, a little bit later on, which we'll get to, uh, that girl from uh, the school, the, the black girl who was talking with her, family at having lunch. lunch with her parents via Skype <laughs> having a zoom lunch meeting with her parents who she just better never <laughs> um I mean also modern schools don't let you do all that in school but anywho um man you don't know what they do in Blue Valley all right you're right you're right I don't know what modern day schools are I've been out of school for what 15 years now out of high school has, has it been that long Mar it, it hasn't been that long since you graduated from high school that's not how it's math it. works Well, since I've started high school, it's been like... Yeah, but you haven't been out of school that long. (laughs) You got out of high school when you were 18, Mar. (laughs) I got out of high school when I was 17, actually. (laughs) Okay, so it's been 11 years. 11 years this year. But whichever, what was I saying? Mm. Oh, when when they were talking about the open house, uh, the girl Beth, her mom, said, I assume you and Henry will be at the open house. But Brainwave's name is also Henry. So oh. this is why I keep writing their names down. And I Good catch. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you do because I'm not doing that. I will literally call them my descriptive names from forever. So <laughs> I'm like putting like their name and then I put like their code name next to it. Like Henry Brainwave. <laughs> mm-hmm. William is now some kind of mm-hmm. wizard. <laughs> yeah, see to me, I just, I will... Well, now I know his name is Henry, so I'll probably remember later. But for now, in my notes, he's just high school asshole still. So it's just... I'll just keep changing something derogatory every week. This week was Dickwad, because I said Mm. his dad was being a dick to him. And so he's the Dickwad? (laughs) Yep. Because he came out of his dad's dick. Oh, that's good. I didn't even think of it that deep, but great. Thank you for taking it there. Oh, man. That made it better. Accidental genius is still genius. So, um... Anyway, he's like stealing money from his father's wallet. And then like one of their like in-house housekeepers or maids or whatever you want to call them. She sees him do it. And he just sends her away. Like, 
I don't know, tells her he wants like French toast or some shit. I don't know what he said, but he sent her away, like basically saying, keep your fucking mouth shut. Um, but then Big Henry starts asking Lil Henry, because both their names Henry, you said, um, questions about what happened to the car. Yep. And he's just like, oh, it was a dude, you know, a girl wouldn't do that to me, blah, 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 trying to. You, you know, know, I wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, man. Yeah. But then, you Shut know, up. he starts using his mind powers on him. And he's like, yo, you're going to tell me the motherfucking truth because I can read your mind. He ain't say I can read your mind, but he's just like, yo, I know you're lying to me, so tell me the truth. And he ends up telling him what, yeah, he's like, I can't really tell, but it might have been a girl, I don't know. And then he's just like, all right. Might have been a dude with long hair. Yeah, so he's just like, all right, now, what am I thinking? Because he wants to see if his kid has the same powers as him, which I get. This is just not a very good way to do it. Because like, you're just forcing him to, like, like force it. And I feel like with you, it's kind of more of a natural thing. So you need to, like, let it just happen. Kind of put him in a situation where it will happen naturally, as opposed to telling him, just do this. I was thinking that later on. I was like, I wonder, will this kid have the same powers? I think he end up. I think he will end up having them because um, I think they're setting it up to where he'll he becomes be, her nemesis. Yeah, I think that's what they're kind of setting up here because he fucked up his father, and you know, her father got fucked up by the Justice Society. Kind of a little synergy thing, you know. It kind of reminded me, um, for like a quick second, like uh, Sam Raimi's Spider Man when. Uh, uh, William Defoe's Green Goblin, you know, kick the bucket, and then um, the friend picked up where he or tried to pick up where look, he left. Look, I'm gonna need you to get this straight. First of all, you're talking about Norman Osborne as the Green Goblin, and his son Harry Osborne. Harry, there we go. I knew it was Osborne. It was just kind of like I couldn't get them to think it. Uh, and Harry tried to pick up the, you know, tried to pick up where he left off and tried to pick up Spider Man and his thing. That's what it kind of reminded me of for like a quick, well, like, like I was like, oh, I could see it going there. But you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying. That's all I'm saying. It just reminded me of that scenario of events. I'm sorry. This tequila has been sitting in the fridge for like a week. So, yeah. Hmm? I was like, this tequila's been sitting in the fridge for like a week, so it's no, so just, been, just, just been just been waiting. I got you. So after he's unsuccessful in you know trying to read his mind, he's like, all right, well, you know, just get the fuck about my face, basically. And then tell him like, yo, give my money back. You know, you can't do that shit. Just give my money back. You think Dick Wad knows that his dad was a villain? I don't think so. Do you think Denise knows that her husband was a former villain? Okay. Denise, by the way, is William's wife. I got I assume, her name too. I assume that was what you meant, but I'm, you know, it's just, I don't think any of their significant others or families or anybody knows who they are. Because for one, this happened 10 years ago, and two, you know, nobody knew who Starman was either. So, um, clearly, not even his own psychic clearly didn't know who he was either. Yeah, yeah. So then we cut back to the high school and Courtney's there. She's got, you know, her shit. Well, she got a father shit. And apparently their school just has a has like a fashion program or something because they just got a whole classroom full of sewing machines. That looks it's at home ec. They they just have like they're like they have like one of those old fashioned classes. But they just got all those sewing machines in the home ec class though. That's how you get like, 
it doesn't surprise me because remember like remember what the stereotypical home ec class was teaching women how to be yeah but they also so like do cooking and all that kind of stuff too it just doesn't seem i just don't understand how they'd have that many sewing machines that's all but i, I would you. i would like to think that like they don't keep them on the desk i feel like there was probably a class that had just probably wrapped up earlier like last period that would be my assumption that makes a bit Maybe. more sense yeah yeah so yeah, I was just like, yo, up, like it, it really, it really did just look like she just walked in, like yo, they, their school has a fashion program but no gymnastics team. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. Uh, my first high school got rid of the volleyball team, but had a bowling team. I'm trying to think of a justification for that, and I can't no. find one. Only thing I can think of is like they like because they really don't have to. With bowling teams, I've seen it happen. A lot of times, the bowling teams they have to pay for a lot of their own stuff. With volleyball teams, oh. it's supposed to be stuff that's like supposed to be for the school, like through the school. Oh, they they didn't pay for their own shit. No, so like the volleyball team, they said it, they didn't have one because there was no interest for it. Oh, but you want to watch people bowl. Right, which no one did. And I, you know, it's funny because I did end up joining bowling because it was the only other sport I could do. Um, thankfully, I had an interest in bowling. But um, they would just pretty much, I think you paid like a student involvement fee because it was a Catholic high school. So um, so there was some kind of fee. So there was and no, so pretty, you're talking about no interest as in people participating or people spectating? For, for volleyball or bowling? Volleyball. Volleyball was for participating. Oh, like, I'm about to say. Like, when like I was in, in high school, I went to like I went to very, very to a to a to a high number of volleyball games. Like I went a lot. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It was literally for participation. As as um, as, as a guy, I enjoyed the volleyball team. I'm sure you did. I did. Um the next girlfriend of mine was, was on the volleyball team, actually. And then she's like, yeah. <laughs> But then they had Shout a bowling out to Chloe. team. She listened? Probably Chloe, not. I hope you listen. Probably Chloe, I hope not. you also subscribe to the Patreon. Like, she probably doesn't, but after we say this, I'll probably, like, let her know. Like, I'll hit her up on Facebook or something. She's still on Facebook. I haven't, like, actually said a word to her in, like, damn near 15 years. But, you know. <laughs> hey, you were on my mind, and you were mentioned in my podcast. You should give it a listen. If you have I do know she got married a few years ago, though. You ain't asking her for coochie. You asking her for subscription and five dollars. Well, she never mind. Well, remind me afterwards to give you more details about who she married. But you know, I cracked myself up. Um, but yeah, so they had a bowling team, but we didn't really have people come out and watch us. But we went to like bowling alley. Like we would practice at. There was two bowling alleys we would practice at. There was one by where old Yankee Stadium was, still across the street. Um, <laughs> and then there was another Eric one. Jeter. And then there was another one that was like in another part of the Bronx. So. Okay. Yeah. I played bowling in high school as a team sport. So anyway, she's working on the suit in this room. And she's like fucking up all the fucking equipment because, you know, it's just kind of what people, what high schoolers can do. They just have no regard for, you know, other people's property. And <laughs> she finally finishes. She just like does some sewing and breaks like 
10 sewing machines. And then she just leaves and just like, oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> Yo, I was like, you just not going to clean up? You just going to nah, leave it like that? No, nah, nah. zero respect. So also, we have this moment where the mother is just like, she's in a meeting with a bunch of folks and she's just getting completely shut down by her boss. We later find out is also part of the Justice Society. Like, he's one of them too. So, yeah, that kind of explains why he's such an asshole. But then we got Pat showing up at that gym. And as we, we hinted at this earlier, because the overly aggressive gym guy is there and he's just doing overly aggressive gym guy stuff. Have you ever have you ever interacted with the overly aggressive gym guy? Um, I've had a trainer before, but he was not overly aggressive, but I feel like I know people who are overly aggressive in the gym. I've I've met the overly aggressive gym guy, trainer guy person, and they're just like, you know, you make me not wanna come to your gym. Like, I need you to get up out my face and I'll, you know, I got you. It's cool. But I need you to chill because you just like all up in here with it. Like, I need you to back up. You just, you know, you know, I don't like people in my space anyway. So especially yelling at me about how my my squat ain't perfect enough. It wasn't even that. It's just talking about the way they are about like telling you about how you need to work out and shit before the workout even starts. And he's just like, bruh, back up. You need to be like really on it, man. Yeah, back up. Back up. So then, you know, we get to Courtney at lunch and, you know, one of the kids, what's what's the girl's name? Beth. Like the black girl. Beth. Beth. I didn't catch the other girl's name. She just upset. She's going to be called emo girl. Yeah, the one that they were calling the slut last week, right? Yeah, but I'm not gonna call her that. So I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just you know <laughs> putting the context who she is. The one that they were trying to no, slut shame last week. Um. So yes, yeah, this girl though, she's having a fucking lunch Zoom meeting with her parents, and it's just. She was I like, guess, "Let me bring dad in," and her mom was just like, "Oh, baby, we, maybe we should do that." And then she did yeah, it anyway. Too late. Like, it's too late. She's just she's doing it. This is the thing. It's happening. Just take it. I was like, girl, your parents work. Stop that. Yeah, whatever. That's what she said. So um then uh we got um the open house is happening because they mentioned that we talked about that earlier. But yeah. we see they this is when we find out that um what's the senator's name? William. William. We find out William's a senator. Then we also find out that Blue Valley tires is just like the shit around it. Like that's what keeps this town running. And well, I mean, it, it seems like your typical Midwestern town where it's like they have one big, mm. um, what's the thing, um, resource that is like their town's bread and butter, like that one factory. Typical Midwestern town. How, how many Midwestern towns have you seen? <laughs> well, two, but I only remember one. Mm. So you don't really know, you're just making that up, huh? Yep, I'm going based <laughs> off of the knowledge of other shows I've watched that always talk about that one factory in town that supplies <laughs> hundreds of thousands of jobs to everyone. But I'm you just, just, just factory. No, I'm, I'm gonna go to college. I got dreams. Just, you, just, you, should, you should work at just the put it out there. You know, like Chicago and like Detroit are also part of the Midwest. Just, just throwing that out there. You know. Oh no, I'm talking about like rural Midwest. I'm talking about like south of chicago but north of texas like that 
that chunk of Midwest America. Mm, mm, like, mm, like as soon as you cross into like Indiana, you know, you know, you know St. Louis is in there too. Let's just, you know, it's just not the big cities. I'm talking like oh, so mid, so 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 Midwest just not any of the places that matter in the Midwest. I got you. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> Where do you think uh, Smallville is? Smallville is like hundreds of miles from metropolis <laughs> so we don't we don't talk about kansas around here all right this is a basketball i mean a college a college no, i really ju- i literally game. just made that up i have no like oh okay kansas i was like is, like, like, <laughs> is this like a, is this like a kansas city thing like no no this, this, uh, no, no I, I have yeah. zero beef with kansas i was literally just saying that the fuck around i was gonna say this a mavericks kind of issue that is that what mavericks are no. What about the basketball team? I have no idea. That's why I thought it was that's a in, thing. That's like, in Dallas, nigga. Like, <laughs> I also don't watch basketball, so <laughs> I'm just naming town. I'm just naming Oh, like, we're, we're going to move on now because I don't think I want to be your friend anymore. Um, I just don't watch it as much anymore. I think we're going to the game. I won't watch it like on TV. That doesn't keep you from knowing where the fucking Dallas Mavericks are. <laughs> I forgot where the Mavericks are. Anyway, so we got Jim dude at the at the fucking uh, open house because Pat tries to eat a cookie and he takes it from him. I'm like, that's rude as fuck. I get it, but that's rude as fuck. So, <laughs> yeah. So then we got uh, Pat and Courtney, they talking, they kind of arguing a bit, but they're like, yo, we got to find Brainwave. So they're looking around and Courtney finds Brainwave. And she says brainwave in her brain, and he finds her, and she's fucked. It's more like, I was going to say, it's more like brainwave finds her. I was like, as soon as she realized that he heard her thinking, I was like, bitch, stop thinking. Stop thinking. Literally. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. Really, Mara? Really, Mara? Will you tell yourself to stop thinking? You know what that does? That makes you think more. (laughs) I was like, stop thinking so hard, Courtney. Just stop. Start thinking about like your favorite song or something. I was about to say, well, you don't tell yourself to stop thinking. You tell yourself to think about something else. You distract yourself, like you said, with a song. Like start reciting song right. lyrics in your head. What song do you know um, from front to back? And there was a time when I did do that, when I tried to distract myself. This was like back, like way back when. I knew every lyrics to the Men in Black song. And I used to sing that entire song in my head when I was trying to distract myself or pastime. I'm pretty sure mine would be a Britney Spears song. Which one? Is it Toxic? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you hear, completely off the subject, who's it, uh, Amy Weinstein, her version? Amy Winehouse. 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 I was like, whose last name is Weinstein? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrong name, wrong name. Sorry about that. Amy Winehouse. Did you hear her sing Toxic? No, but now I need to. You should. You should. I'm pretty sure it was Amy Winehouse. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, like I've heard that song. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, kind of want to fuck now. But anyway. um, She's very dead, though. Huh? She's very dead, though. Well, she wasn't dead at the time I heard the song, Mara. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant like you heard it, like, recently. No, this was a long time ago. This was, like, okay. this was like 08. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm only saying that because it's not like it's not like I don't not listen to Toxic now in 2020. Oh, I know. I'm talking about when I first heard the song. Gotcha. Not the, not the first time I heard Britney Spears' version, but the first time I heard Amy Winehouse sing it. 
Toxic comes on shuffle. Oh, you don't. You best believe I'm not here to skip. <laughs> yeah. But anywho. So anyway. Stop thinking. <laughs> he he tells sees her. her. He starts following her. They end up coming face to face, and he's like, "Yo, give me this motherfucking staff, or I'm gonna kill your mama." Right, and it's not like like I'm gonna stab your mama. It's like I'm gonna make her suffer from. I'm make it look like she had a stroke. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck gonna up hurt. her brain, dog. Like she gonna hurt so bad, but no one will ever know other than a stroke. And I was just like, okay, that's that's pretty intense. And then when she was telling Pat about it, because when she you know she tried to leave and take the staff to him. Pat was like, what are you doing? She's like, um, he's, he will give my mom a stroke and he will make her feel it. And he was like, that is a very real thing that he will do and you should be scared. And I was like, nigga, I'm scared of anybody who can give me a stroke at just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he got to say it because you know she's crazy because you, you've seen she flies around on the staff. So, you know. Because I was literally just like, nigga, I'm scared too. Anyone who can do that, I'm scared of them. She sleeps with her shoes on. She got to make sure that she's straight in the head. So, you know, you got to ask think she came from like, You would think she came from like a real crazy place, like a real crazy background for her to be like, I sleep with shoes on because I'm ready to go. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. If it's uh, like so, you, put her, you put her and Curtis together, Curtis would just be sleeping in shoes with his hair already corn rolled. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go whenever. You gotta believe, like when he goes to bed at night, he kind of like falls asleep braiding his own hair. <laughs> yes. Because you know all the stuff, all the, all the emergencies happen in the middle of the night. So you think like every night he goes to bed, he just lay down and he just be. <laughs> it's like when you get. It's like when you have like a really early shift. Like you have like one of them. Like like you work really early. Like you gotta get up at like three o'clock. But you know you fell asleep at like, I guess twelve would be really late for you. And it's just like you get up at three. And you like half awake trying to get yourself together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, huh. and then your partner goes, baby, you got to wake up. Yeah, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. <laughs> yeah, just that's, there that's, that's that in front of the mirror. You gotta, when you got to be at work at 7 a.m. And you're like, yo, oh, I got to, oh, fuck. <laughs> and you realize yeah, you got to stay up late. Up you got to stay up late for some other reason. And it's just like, oh, fuck y'all. <laughs> Oh man, this dude, this dude is so, horrible. So anyway, so Pat like basically tells um, Courtney like, "Yo, I'm gonna go alone," and he was like, "Yo, if I'm not back in the morning, I'm gonna need you like just just take your mama." And um, what's 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 the little nigga's name? What's the boy's name? Don't know. That was the only name I did not catch, and honestly, okay. I didn't catch Barbara's name until like way later. So anyway, he tells her, "I need you to take them, and I need you to go and get out of town." And I'm just like, "Houseway, like right?" How My the thing fuck? Is like, how the fuck like, is she, she just, supposed to convince her mother to just leave town without you? Yeah, and let's 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 just let's just assume she tells them the truth. Who says that they won't just lock her up? Yeah, ex- who's gonna believe her? What are you thinking, she, sir? Take a nap. Like she, Go sit down. I was, like, I was like, she is fifteen, not twenty-two. Exactly. Like, well, she I has think, no. She I has think no I just saw a thing. She just up. turned twenty-one. I think I was wrong last week. She's young as fuck. She's not. She's she's over eighteen because you know legal reasons, family, children, and shit. But she portrays a fifteen-year-old. But um, yeah. Labor laws. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, yeah. I was just kind of like, I don't know how much per- persuasion power you think she got, but it ain't like that. It's definitely not like that. So, my sister also, comes and says, Oh, we gotta go. You gotta leave Pat here. What? Also, exactly. But also in this scene is where my first continuity problem comes in. Okay. All the scars on her face are gone. And I'm just like, where is the script supervisor? This well, is your job. This is your job. Well, I I kind of just went like I didn't I didn't really notice that, but I will I will choose to let it go with that they might have tried to do time like to portray time passing with Pat's uh testing of the robot. Because that would that, make that, sense. That would make sense if in a later scene they didn't show her again and the scars were back. Like after the fight? Yeah. Yes. They're not like new scars? No, same scars in a later wow. scene. That's what you, I'm you saying. Said that first, I would, if you said that first, I wouldn't. We, we hadn't gotten to that part yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't have made that point. I was going to bring that up when we got to that part. I was like, oh, and a little fun note on this scene. The scars are back. <laughs> so it's uh, okay. just, yeah. But yeah. So I was yeah. like, I'll give them, I'll, I'd give them a pass for the montage because, like, you know, we don't know how much. We don't know how much time passed. that was. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, but, and I feel like they were just like, oh, they won't notice the scars. That's what I'm saying. I think that they're like they were insulting my intelligence. Yeah, you know what's funny? And this is like a quick side through, and I'll come and I, it, it'll be very quick. Gotta but like last, yep, last night I was watching, uh, what is it, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen last night. For I the first time, movie. and I love it so much. It's such a good movie, and I wish it. I wish done more with it. Bloody Quartermain. And so, I was watching the part with. Um, Fuck that movie so good. I'm sorry. I was. I'm, I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's such a good movie because literally, I was so captivated watching it. I hadn't watched it in probably years. Yeah. And yeah, I, I haven't so seen it forever either. I'm just thinking back, and I'm just like, oh, I love that fucking movie. Bro, it's on Hulu. That's where I start. That's why I was watching. It's on Hulu. Nick. <laughs> Commercial free and everything. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So, um, so what's his face? I forgot the dude who, um, the invisible dude, right? So he's put like, so I'm realizing part of the movie, you know, he covers his face. And I was like, okay, they did a good job of CGI for 2000, 2009 CGI of like keeping half of it. Was that 09 or was it earlier than that? It was either 08 or 09 because it comes, it popped up on um, Hulu. Cause it was, okay, keep going. But, Finish um, your story. Finish your story. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Yeah. So, like, he, uh, the back of his head is still invisible. So, at one point, they're in um, Nemo's car or his automobile, mm-hmm. as he puts it out. And all of a sudden, you see the invisible man, his entire head is covered in That white. movie came out in 2003. Oh wait, no! I watched another movie that was in two thousand. Excuse me, but I did watch uh, *Leave*. I watched like two movies yesterday. I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm an addict. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I just okay. found out that *Fresh Prince of Bel Air* is on HBO Max, so that's how my night's going. So, <laughs> but anywho, so in the car, it was like all covered, and then you're back, and then when they were at Dorian Gray's place, it's back to the back of his head is invisible. And I was like, y'all not about to sit here and make me and make me be like, oh yeah, he covered his whole skull 
in the car, and then the second we go into this nigga's house, all of a sudden his dome is gone. Well, maybe like he covered it all, and he leaned back on the seat, and like when he leaned back on the seat, it rubbed off. That was the only thing I started thinking. That was the <laughs> only thing I was like, that's like their only saving grace. But I was just like, it's it was too much gone for it to be like, yeah, that would make sense. Like I could understand like a small square patch. Yeah, I know. But like from like his ear back. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'd have to see that again. But I, I believe you. So back to this though. So then Pat fires up his robot because he's like, I gotta go take care of this myself. I'm gonna use uh, my robot. Yeah, so he goes out there, and then we got the in this scene is when we have Courtney having to talk with her mama, and in this scene, the scars are back. Ah, uh, yeah, that mom-daughter talk, and I was just like, eh. yeah, yeah. So Pat shows up to fight Brainwave. It doesn't go well. He's starting to get his ass kicked. It's, it's just not working out for him at all. But Courtney suits, suits up, and she's like, I'm going to help Pat. She, she shows up, and she swings in and she's like, I'm Stargirl and that's my sidekick. <laughs> I'm just like. That's my sidekick. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now you're yeah. still a sidekick. You still ain't shit. <laughs> so, you're a sidekick to a whole 15-year-old. Sands <laughs> is like in his late 40s. And you, know, would think after his, teenager. And you would think after his main hero dies, he'd like, you know, rank up and become the main dude. But no, no. Now his daughter comes along and still keeps you as a sidekick. It's like, um, it's like, uh, what's his face? It's like Bucky becoming Captain America and Captain just kind of coming back and be like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. It's like Bucky being, pro- like, you know, Bucky supposedly thinking he's going up to Captain America and then, um, what's Here his face? Sam. Here comes Sam. Here <laughs> Captain America. So Bucky is still a sidekick. Oh, uh, it's so, you know, here's the thing. On one hand, I'm so glad they did that. But on the other hand, it was just like, I'd be pissed if I was Bucky. But in the comics, both have been Captain America. So it's just like. Can I ask you one fictional question, real quick? Because you, ever, you know the argument of, you know, the argument of if Cap was ever, you know, when Cap unfroze and he was, like, you know, saw people, like, you know, people of all colors, like, blending together. So remember, Bucky's from the same time period. When Sam became became Captain America, do you think he was ever just like, man, I still wish we were 40? Uh, well, that's assuming that 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 Bucky was frozen that whole time. He wasn't. He was he, he saw all the, you know, all the change and shit. And I don't think he cared. Like I think he was like he was so engineered to be like this, just this spy killer kind of thing. That as far as social things were concerned, he didn't give a shit. So I don't think he ever really had any concept of racism or anything like that because he didn't care. Because he just was, you know, programmed to just be very robotic and calculated. So things like that probably didn't occur to him at all. Okay. I don't know. I just felt like <laughs> now that, that joke always makes me laugh. Now, 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 Chris Evans, on the other hand, no cap himself you know he's like what is happening he, like, but I say he, he wakes up in modern times but he probably looks around like who 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 are all these darkies around here with all this power and he's you know I'm sure that threw him off at first right I'm sure he's like I'm okay with this I'm just unsettled because I'm not <laughs> used to it <laughs> is he okay with it though 
Is he? I don't know. That's is what I was he? saying. Like, it's such is a he? funny, it's a funny <laughs> joke to think about, especially the times where he's put on, like, you know, a different face, like, you know, ha ha, hail Hydra. <laughs> you know, but I'm not going to sit here and tarnish this man's oh. memory. So, the dog's acting weird for all of our listeners. Or Travis has ghosts, or both. I wish you guys could see his face. Oh, nope, the dogs. Unless he's very conscious of this ghost. Nope, it's the dogs. This face says it's the dogs. Yeah, that was Jack. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I had to make sure it wasn't Bear, because Bear was like, he was throwing up earlier, because he keeps eating grass, because he's a fucking dumbass. But, yeah. Yeah, he's, Jack is just down there being weird. I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to make sure my parents' dog wasn't dying right in front of me, so you know. You know, if they if he dies on your watch, they tend to not invite you back. They don't have to invite me for me to show up. So <laughs> anyway, we also in the back to back to Star Girl. She's in this fight and she accidentally fucks up the, the high school sign in the process. Um then, like, he does some brain shit to her. She's about to die. Her ear starts bleeding. You um, read that their blood is too bright red. It looks like it looks like red water paint. That's a that's a ratings thing. Like the more realistic the blood looks, the like the more strong the rating has to be. It's yeah, yeah. That's all part yeah, of it. Because when when he was trying to blow up Pat's brain, and Pat had like blood all over his forehead, I was just like. He's going to put red food dye on his face. That's what what we're going to do. He's going to put red food dye on his face. He's going to question my intelligence. Yeah. So then Pat just turns on this bright red light because, you know, this bright light to distract Brainwave because he's got, Mm -hmm. he's got, he's got Courtney down. Also in this whole thing, just, just to point this out, the, the staff was out of reach. She couldn't reach the staff, but somehow after this bright light happens, the staff is magically back in reach. The staff just kind of shuffled itself over. But the staff doesn't move like that. <laughs> and the staff flies. Exactly. So if it could have done that, why did it do that in the first fucking place? I don't know. Maybe the staff was hurt. Staff That's my point. That's my point. There's a lack of continuity going on. That's my only problem with this show. So we'll she gets the together. staff. This show seems very very last minute thrown together. So so um they it's use this, this, this distracts brainwave enough to where she's able to grab the staff. She like gets him in the face with it with some cosmic shit and now he's all <laughs> fucked up. She um, like poked him in the forehead and like turned his brain to mush. Basically. So now he's in a coma. Like they say he had a seizure in the hospital. They think that's what happened to him. Um, after this, they have a talk, and Pat's like, yo, I don't know what, what the staff really is. Starman didn't build it. He said this dude named Ted Knight built it. And I'm like, yo, that's a story for another time. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. No, it's not. <laughs> right? You like, she's asking you about the staff right now. So tell her about the goddamn staff. Because if you know who this Ted Knight is, yeah, get her yeah. all, answer all her questions. Jeez, why are you God trying to for- do this over time? God forbid, you know, you give her useful information. So then um, Cordy's like, yo, 
I got to get revenge for the motherfuckers who killed my father. And then she gives him the name Stripe after he goes with this whole thing about how he can't do it. Now he's just not useful and all that kind of shit. I forgot what Stripe was supposed to stand for, but. It's something with, I know the P is Pat. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we got this dude who enters the, this secret underground Larry. Find out this is Jordan, which is the person who actually killed Courtney's father. Um, with the groovy intro music. Yeah, yeah. Um, Courtney's mom's uh, boss is in that area, also in that underground lair. He also, also comes. Evil. Yeah, so we find that that's when he's, you know, he's also part of the Injustice Society. But on the way in, Jordan, like you know, he comes face to face, or like just kind of passes by this little container or like prison space that holds Solomon Grundy. Like, ah, there's Grundy. He ain't go nowhere. And then we go down and they're like, all right, let's do this shit. And they do their super villain little stand around looking and shit. And that was Stargirl. Well, I want to know more about the Injustice Society. Like, I do Iceman. as well. So, Mara, what I need you to do right now, though. Yes. Yeah. I'll be right back. Just hold. Talk to oh, you. Oh, excuse me. Talk to uh, people. I'll be right back. I'm not that people friendly, but how's it going, guys? I figure while we're on this brief break, I'm assuming he's going to go potty. Let's just tune on in, slow on down. This is Slow Jams with Mar the Shark. It's not really, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the Facebook groups real quick. We got a couple of Facebook groups for those of you who are new to us but i mean our veteran listeners also know this as well we have several facebook pages we have a facebook page for creatia and that's facebook.com slash the creatia world um and there we have all of our general things you'll see most of our broadcasts go on there first and then they get shared into their respective groups if you like this show which i'm hoping you do because you sat through us talking for this long you can join us on this group for more discussion at facebook.com slash group slash creation magazine. Travis is back and he's nodding. I assume he did not go potty. I think he just opened the door. Yeah, I just had to go to the door. It's cool. I told everyone that you had to go potty and I'm, I'm sorry that I was wrong. Nope. No worries. All right. So. Legends? Yeah, let's get into it. So this episode was called What? The one where we're trapped on TV. Amar, let me just go ahead and tell you now. When I saw the previews for this week's episode, I did not expect to like this episode. I did enjoy this. And then I watched this episode and I'm like, I like this episode. <laughs> I was enjoying the fuck out of this episode, like no bullshit. So this whole thing, you know, starts out with somebody typing some shit about Spartacus, but every time like the person mentioned anything about his rebellion or his fight and all that kind of stuff, it got rejected. And this is like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? We find out that it's Mona. It's funny because at first I was like, she like let out like a, an exasperation sound. And I was like, why should this be fucking Mona? 
<laughs> so yeah, it turns out that like she, along with a lot of other people, are reinforced to rewrite history so that nobody will have any notion of rebellion or free will. And in the midst of that, somebody starts free will. Yeah, and somebody starts questioning that shit, and all of a sudden the face just cut their thread. It's like, oh, okay, that's the world we live in now. And you know, afterwards she's just like, oh man, this is just this is the world now, I guess. And then she's walking through the, she comes across Gary, and Gary's just like, yo, the world is wrong. Something's up. Like, what the fuck? Gary's that crazy dude with the sign, like the end is near. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's that. The world's dude. not all right. Thing is, he doesn't remember what's wrong. He just feels like something is wrong. Right. And then we see like what they all eat. They all eat mush. There's different colors of mush, but it's all just mush. <laughs> I was like, this is what either Soviet Russia was like or what modern day NK looks like today. I'm not going to say their names out loud because we don't know who's watching <laughs> or listening. And I don't feel like having my, my apartment like raided. <laughs> So, <laughs> so anyway, we see that what's happening is the legends have all been put like on TV shows that are like used for propaganda and shit. Um, the first one is uh, Ultimate Buds, which is basically a Friends ripoff. Uh, Nate, Barat, and uh, Zarya are in it. But in Nate, the midst, clearly Joey. I, I don't know any details about Friends, so you'd have to cover that part. But I only know like the names and stuff like that, but I know who. I think I have an idea of who's doing who. I have never watched Friends from back to end. It's one of those shows I don't feel like I need to because everyone has watched it already and it's been over forever. Mm -hmm. So apparently um, during all this, you know, there's some shit going on, but Zari's like, oh, they do that first thing where um, they're like, oh, we don't touch that, but, you know, why not? And oh yeah, the rune starts glowing, and of course Nate feels the need to touch it. And then rune Zari, and then right, and then rune Zari comes out and takes over sitcom Zari. Yeah, so we get like old Zari, like last season Zari, mm -hmm. and she's in charge. Um, but she remembers everything, and during this whole thing, she mentions Mona's name. Well, you know, Mona's watching the show, and, um, and she's like, what? Did they yeah. say my name? So then Zara's like, yo, we got to get the fuck up out of here. Like, what's on that wall? Pointing to the fourth wall. There's a door there. They open the door, you know, pass through it. And they end up in this. They end up in, in this. High Castle Abbey. Yeah. Not to be confused with Downton Abbey. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Constantine is in there. He's a butler. Only Zari knows who he is. The others don't know. Astra's there. She's, you know, the daughter of, you know, the estate owner or whatever. Um, Who is her mother? Yeah, and her mother. Um, and there's this whole thing. Apparently, her and Barat, is, as a premise to what's happening on the show, they're supposed to marry. And now they're starting to make eyes at each other and flirt and shit. But then we get uh, Zara, she's trying to snap Constantine out of the shit. It doesn't really work, but he does do some little dark arts mystical shit. Um, then I we won't got... lie. Astra's like, um, Astra's uh, self-realization throughout the, the episode of mm -hmm. like things that women could do 
And yeah. I was just like, yo, this shit has me dying. Like, yeah, yeah. Astro was one of my favorite parts for a while. Oh, my favorite one we'll get to when they go to the Star Trek shit. This is just like what we'll, we'll talk about. It. Um, so uh, Astra and Barali, you know, they're still flirting. And then he drops a Destiny's Child line. <laughs> a diva is a female version of a hustler. I'm like, did you really just quote Destiny's Child right now? Okay. Yep. <laughs> when she came out and she said, I am a diva. I was just like, girl, I'm weak. Yeah. So Constantine, he still can't remember who he is, but he agrees to help them if they promise not to tell about his use of the dark arts. Um, you don't meanwhile, know, but you can still use magic. But yeah, outside the uh, TV world, Mona goes and gets Gary like, yo, you were right, something's up. And they start watching together. Um then Constantine, they transport them to Sarah with his magic. They try to trick him into like, you know, linking up with them and them taking off. But this is the Star Trek ripoff. I forgot what they said the name of the show was. I just called it, you know, Legend Star Trek. But um, Star Trek, I think. Mm. It was something close. I know like their ship was called the USS Front Rider. Yeah. But um in this show, like, you know, it's like the ripoff of the original Star Trek. So Ava is Spock and Sarah is uh, Captain Kirk. Um, they uh, encounter what they call with the Grommet. Underlying, with the underlining homoerotic undertones. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they encounter what they called uh, in this show Gromulans, which is supposed to be like a ripoff of the name Romulans from Star Trek. But they, you know, look and look a lot more like Klingons, which is weird that they chose to do that. I'm like, you didn't watch Star Trek. But uh, um, anyway, Sarah wants to blow him up, but then uh, Ava convinces them, like, yo, let's talk to him first. And then Nate accidentally, like, you know, shoots, you know, missiles and shit at him. Because he's like, yo, why not? It won't work anyway. And yeah. The whole crew is destroyed. And like, but apparently they're all androids, so Ava don't give a shit. Star Trek. Okay. So, yeah. But A, we don't give a shit because they're all androids, which is how I know this is definitely not Star Trek because they give a damn about androids on Star Trek because one of the main characters on Star Trek The Next Generation is Lieutenant Commander Data, an android. Mm. And the captain went to the, you know, would go to the ends of the earth and back with Lieutenant Commander Data. Anyway, um, whatever, nigga. So, uh, Mona and Gary, are like, they're watching, so like, yo, we got to go to the network and try to help. So they go, like, to the, you know, where the network is. Meanwhile, the close, though, productions, I was like, oh, Charlie's probably keeping them safe this way, which turns out, which was she was doing. Yes, yeah, exactly what she was doing. So they, you know, the crew who were, you know, the Gromulans transport Sarah and Ava onto their ship. And this is when Astra drops this line. It was like, it is grand to see lady adventurers in pantaloons. <laughs> you know, she had me dying at that when they when they made that abomination ripoff of Mr. Rogers. We'll get there in just a second. Mr. Parker. Fucking Mr. Parker. <laughs> so then, you know, 
Ava does some logical deduction and figures out pretty much exactly what's going on. Um, also, Mona and Gary, they see the threads that are connected to, you know, this, this contraption that's controlling the TV shows. And this is when all the legends, except for, you know, except for Mick, who is still conspicuous by his absence. Um, you know what's crazy? Honestly, when they showed Mick, I, had, I hadn't even realized that I forgot all about him. Like, I, I hate love that they, they, that they do this with Mick. Because then when it makes when he comes on screen like just gold, because his role here was gold. It was, it was. And the thing is, I expected to see him on the Star Trek shit, and I didn't see him there. I'm like, why is it Mick there? This is where Mick should be. And then they come back to it, and that is where he was. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Right. Because I was thinking just like, okay, all right, I get this. Okay. <laughs> so, so I was just like, I forgot all about them. Even like wifey and, and, and kiddo, Lita. Mm-hmm. That was fun to see too. But then we um we click over, you know, they're in Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. Now what's your beef in Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac? Cause you were... not the same as Mr. Rogers neighborhood. I don't like when people try to redo it. Oh, that's that's your that's your issue. That's all you got? Yeah, that was that was it. Oh, I thought you had like some you know, some specifics there. But um yeah. So then, you know, we got Zari. She makes a speech and, you know, all that. I'm a 70s kid through and through. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then um, we got this thing where Mona starts changing the script and she makes all the legends remember who they are. And when they do, right. you know, we got the Nate and, and Zari, who is old Zari again, and like, oh, shit, it's us. <laughs> Smooching and shit. You know, it's funny because the first thing I thought when they made them remember, I was like, but what happened to Bear Rod? And then he was like, oh, I'm supposed to be dead. <laughs> and I, you know, it's funny because like he had like a little spiral moment and I started laughing. I was just like, oh, he's spiraling right now. Because mm-hmm. he, like, he was having like a self, like a self coming to Jesus moment. Just yeah. like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be dead. What does this mean? I could go at any time. Oh my, like freaking out. Like, but I mean, I feel like that's how it would be if they really. Anybody. Realized, like, yeah. How do you really deal with that? You know? I was dead. So then we got um, Charlie comes in and she sees what Mona and Gary have done. And she's like, oh, what the fuck? God damn it. What are you doing? Like, why are you trying to mess up my plan, people? Which really wasn't a plan. It was just a temporary contingency that became a permanent one. Um, she like so they put them. Like in. She was trying to make permanent. Yeah, she put them in there to protect them from her sisters. She got them to agree to that. Um, but she like starts to put everything back. She sends Sarah and Ava back to their ship. She makes um, they make like Zari and Barrett sing along with Mr. Parker, and then they send them back to a little friend. That was set. the most depressing song, like the most depressing kid song I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Basically, everybody gets sent back to the shows. Regress. Regress. I was just like... Yeah, regress and repress. Yes. (laughs) It was like, could you imagine watching... I had my therapy session this morning, and then I watched that episode. Could you imagine the the disconnect my brain went through listening to that? With the the sing-songy tune with it, after just having therapy about not (laughs) regressing? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Because it's like, do I regret the repress? Oh, that sounds so easy. <laughs> it sounds so pleasant. <laughs> right. It sounds so much easier than being emotionally healthy. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, we get this point where Cassidy is talking to Astra and he's like, yo, I'll stay here if you want to stay here because your mother is here. This makes you happy. So, you know, they what? are confusing me with Constantine's story just a little bit like not like his story but i guess kind of like where like what he's actually like what his end goal is he doesn't really have one the whole thing really where now was him trying to make things right with astra and her mother so that's what his that's his main drive right now which i get because it feels like i guess like with them teasing like him and you know, Zari 2.0, I was just like, okay, maybe, you know, that that's something different. But then I was like, okay. This is like, I never I'm gave that much credence. Well, I don't, I mean, especially, I don't know what they're going to do now because it, mm. was, it was weird. They gave, I think, didn't they give, did they give both of them back or just one at mm-hmm. the end? The Zaris. Oh, they're so both there right now. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I feel like that's, well, even yeah. though they, Zari and I'm not sorry, Astra and Ch- Constantine come back anyway. I thought it was a very selfless act. I was just kind of like, I could, when she was like, could John Constantine be so capable? I was like, yes. Man has like, man puts himself on a guilt trip for like a millennia. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he's also made very selfish decisions up to this point, too. So, this is true. So, yeah, he's willing to stay with her to make her happy and stay in that shit, like, do the whole butler thing. Um, this is when we find out that Charlie, like, put them all in there to, you know, make a deal with his sisters and sort of leave them alone. Um, but then, you know, we got the point where they all start to make that decision, like, yo, this is not what we want. We need to go ahead and be ourselves again, because it starts with Ava talking about, like, yo, we're always, like, fucking up. And like always like so worried about what happens like i saw you die but in this world that never happens we always win and you know they slowly all come to the realization that that's not what they want because the goods and the bads put together are what makes life worth living and blah 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 however if you put me in the star trek world and i always win in the star trek world I'd probably stay in the Star Trek world. <laughs> like, you know, I'm trying, but... <laughs> I'm trying to think what what kind of world, like what TV world would I want to be in? And I feel like you would you you and probably everyone else on here assume I would say supernatural. It's up there. It's literally like probably in like the top. See, I'd probably guess Harry Potter before I guess supernatural. Well, all of the worlds I would probably pick, like that probably would be in like my top three to five, I think are all like mythological, like, mm-hmm. you know, supernatural kind of thing. So like supernatural is up there because they deal with so many different supernatural beings. So like, I'm saying like, and the only world I wouldn't be in was like, would really probably be supernatural seasons one through five, like the Eric Kripke world before a showrunner started changing. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like, don't before they defeated Satan. Yeah, because I like because one through five are the seasons of Supernatural that actually had me. They all the seasons keep me on my toes, but at the same time, one through five is literally just kind of like, oh my god, 
what the fuck will happen. Well, they next. told an actual story from one to five. Yeah, then it was like a story that kind of followed into each other. It's kind of mm-hmm. like six through 15. It's like, yeah, these things happened, but like they're not all contributing into what goes into next season. It's like, oh, this happened because someone else did this shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like power, how power works. So you make one move, but someone else is like, nah, I'm going to do this. And then it brings it around. But um, I only saw the first two seasons of power, but yeah. Let it die on its sword. Um, yeah, that's what I decided. I finished the second season. Like, oh no, I really don't like this. Never mind. But yeah, I would want to be either in Supernatural, Vampire Diaries, Harry or Harry Potter. I feel yeah. like realistically, I'd only want to be in the Hunger Games if I was in one of the higher numbered districts. And let's be honest, I'm a black woman from New York City in the urban areas. There's no way I'm making it to one of the higher. <laughs> Yeah, for me, I'm it's like, say, like 11 through 13. One of those three. Yeah, you put me I'm in. Like, for me, it's like, yo, you put me in Star Trek. Like, yo, you mean to tell me I'm captain or first officer on the Star Trek, on the Starship Enterprise, and we always win? Hell yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> like, I will stay right here forever. I'm kind of curious. I wonder what everyone, where, where would you guys, what, what world? Would, would work for you. you. Work yeah, where would you want Charlie to put you? Would you want to be in a friends like a friends esque sitcom world? Ooh, that would also work well with me. I'm not gonna lie, I would do really well in a sitcom because my life is a joke. Um, <laughs> my life is one sick joke, except for my loony. Um, sitcom world. Would you want to be in an adventure world? I feel like I just want to be in an adventure world because. I live in the city, so it's kind of like city stuff. Mm. But like, if I could live in like a mystery, funny, adventure world, I would be super happy. So yeah, this is when Mick shows up though. And he's, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's on this weird ship. He's basically, they made him like a parody of Khan, you know, Wrath of Khan. And um, yeah, so <laughs> there was that, and like, you know, Ava and Sarah basically like, yo, we're going to let him attack us. We're going to let him, you know, destroy us. We're going to lose on purpose. So Charlie has no choice but to save us. So they let themselves loose. So Charlie cancels their show. At the same time, you know, Zari and all of them got themselves canceled on the little friend sitcom thing. So they got taken out. And, you know, all that shit happens. They're asked to realize they have to leave also. So, you know, Constantine does some little mystical dark art shit, got them transported out of there. So everybody's in the same spot. And Charlie's like, yo, I need you all just accept this shit. Like, I'm trying to keep you all alive. And I'm like, yo, that's not what we want. You we don't want to live that way. accept your fate. And I was just like, oh, Charlie, you're so misguided mm-hmm. right now. I well, get you- what she's doing. I get it. Mm-hmm get it because she wants to keep her friends safe damn girl you need to ease up on the leashes yeah yeah if you can but they not just they not having like no we're gonna do what we're gonna do we don't want to live that way and they walk off into the sunset and here we go next week is the finale where charlie insists that she cannot save them anymore i have a question what's your question so when mona and gary restored their memories does that restore theirs? 
No, because they were only controlling the, the TV show. Okay. My other question is, because this episode was seriously meta, and that's not how I said it. I kind of just read that from the headline. But it was kind of meta in a sense when I looked it up. Um, how many walls did you think that they broke with this episode? Because people were watching them, you know, on TV, but we were also watching them on TV. We were also watching the citizens of people watching the legends on TV. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm with you. Um, it really was just us, you know, watching the people watch them. So I'd say okay. the actual TV shows were breaking the wall. And then we were walk, breaking the wall of watching them watch them break the wall. So two. Two? Okay. I think that's I, 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 I accept that. Two fourth walls have been broken because at one point when Zari was like, wake up, everyone, it was like she's talking to us, but she's also talking to them. Mm-hmm. That was all part of the same wall, though, you know. So. Mm-hmm. There's two side by side pains. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like she was telling, like, the in the TV world, wake up, but also people out that were watching them wake up. So still the same two walls. I can accept that. I live with that. I yep. concur. Cool. Well, Mar, who's winning this week? Stargirl? Courtney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd give you that because she put, you know, brainwave in a coma. So, you know. She beat her first bad guy. She did. She did. Who's losing? The legends. Are they losing? Because they got what they wanted. Their memory back, but I mean, they're still in the shows, right? No, they canceled all the shows. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But they're like stuck in like, no. No, no, no. They got out. Never mind. Yeah, they're in the real world now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they're not losing because they're out in the real world. But now they're losing because now there's a target on their back by the fates, which I think it's like, it's like, it's like God just being like, oh, where is he? Where is he? Oh, there he is. Zap. Yeah, they don't have their threads though. Charlie has their threads. So. I wonder how she got. I wonder how she got how she got away with that. Well, you know, she convinced her sister like, yo, don't kill them. We can just put them in here, and they'll be fine. You know, it was more of just a it was a compromise of her working okay. with them. You know. Well, I wasn't thinking like, I wasn't, I, I was thinking more broad, like not just their specific looms. Um, I was thinking like the entire thing. I was like, how did they just be like, oh yeah, just give her the entire thing. No, she just got, she just got theirs. Like, it's just, yeah. 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 Hmm. But yeah, I'll just say that I feel like it's only because like, I don't really know who else. Well, I mean, we'll brainwave losing. Yeah, he is in a coma. His brain's pretty much the metaphorical mush that everyone else is eating in Legends. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going to be my, yeah, it's going to be Brainwave. Brainwave okay. is the final choice of the loser today. All right. So when I came back, I heard you talking about where they can find us and all that kind of shit. Did you get through all of it? Yes. Um. I only got through like, you know, did I, meant, did I say our link for Super Flashy? I think I did. But if I didn't, the group for our flash, Super Flash Arrow tomorrow on Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash Super Flash Arrow tomorrow. If you are also an avid wrestling fan, 
ask Sir Cuthbert and our other member, Matt. The Matt, warden Matt Ritter. Yes, the warden Matt Riddler. Thank you, because I almost called him the rock like three times. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, and I was like, that's not right. That's not that's, right. That's not right at all. Like, he's not even close. Like, in my brain, I was like, don't say that. That's not right. That's not right at all. And Johnny Jones, if you're an avid wrestler fan, uh, Sir Cuthbert and Matt, well, Matt hosts Smacking It Raw. They do that every week. They do this all year round, guys. They love you guys this much. They do this all year, especially with the WWE being considered essential during this. But, you know. <laughs> That's that Vince McMahon money, man. They have constant conversations going on in their Facebook group. And that group is facebook.com slash groove slash smacking it raw. There's no G in smacking it. We're doing it the Ebonics way up in this bitch, yo. Um, but occasionally I will be there. It's very so rare because I am just newly fresh into wrestling. I know Bella Twins. I know... Uso brothers and that's it. <laughs> just, just and Usos, Trinity. Just, just Usos, not just, Uso. Just brothers. Usos, not not brothers, brothers. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just Usos. Usos means brothers. It's not the brothers, Usos, brothers. It's just the Usos. The Usos and Trinity and Trinity being Naomi people like on TV, she's Naomi. It's she's, not my fault that Total Divas has labeled her as Trinity this entire time. Well, that's her real name. Yes. I know. Right, and then because her Instagram handle is also Trinity Fatou, so I was just like, uh, sorry. Yes, yes, but that's anywho, her real name. But um, in WWE can... television, she is Naomi. Naomi, okay. We're fucking her over lately, too, but we'll, have, we'll talk about that another time. But um, Smacking It Raw is where they will talk about it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Creation World. That is at T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Also follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Sir underscore Cusselot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. Mara, where can they find you? Always on Instagram and Twitter at Mara Deschart. That's M-A-R-A-D-A-S-H-A-R-K. Make sure you're following the Creation Instagram because I've been making TikToks for you fuckers. Yeah, she's been ticking and talking, y'all. So just hop on that. Um, me and Luna are here working for free to entertain y'all. I'm sure there's child labor laws against this, but we're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, it should be all right. Um, yeah. let me think. Don't forget, <sighs> subscribe to the Patreon. We make bonus create. We make bonus material for you on there. You get it a month in advance before other people. Patreon.com/slash/creationworld. Yeah, hop on that. Different levels of you, uh, you know subscription. You get different perks. Out there. Different levels of membership, you get different levels of bragging rights. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, you know, don't forget to buy some merch. I put the link in the description for the uh, for the merchandise and then tag store. Us on Instagram and Twitter, we'll we'll retweet you, we'll repost you. I yeah, like man. retweeting and reposting, y'all. It's fun. Definitely. But all right, man, that's been it for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrows Tomorrow. We'll catch you next week for the season finale of Legend of Tomorrow and the next episode of Star Girl. We'll catch you. You guys are still stuck with us. (laughs) Until then, we out. Bye.